0: and welcome to Getting to Know ACS with Tracy and Jasmine and today we have with us April Walters and she is from Army Emergency Relief. So today April is going to talk about PCSing and how AER can help us. So April just give us a little background about yourself and then we'll get into the conversation.
1: Okay so uh, my name is April Walters. I am an Army Emergency Relief Officer here at Fort Bliss. Um, Fantastic community Amazing ACS, and I love Fort Bliss and El Paso.
0: Whoop, whoop, great endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're getting, like, full-on swing into PCS season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's usually two PCS seasons. You know, you have the one that happens at the beginning of the year, and then you have the one that happens during the summer when everybody's waiting for the kids to get out of school or whatever the case may be. So what are some of the things? Because we've had AER on before, and they kind of talked about um, – what AER does in general. Mm-hmm. So how can AER help with people who are PCSing? PCSing is a permanent change of station. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
1: Yeah. So um, PCSing, how AER can help um, when we have soldiers who are getting ready to leave Fort Bliss, PCS outside, um, we can assist with their lodging, their food, and their fuel on the way to their new duty station. Okay. Right. Um, when we have soldiers PCSing into Fort Bliss, Welcome to Warpless. Also, um, we would be able to assist with things like initial deposit and rent on that new place that they're looking at staying. Okay. Would would those be like loans or grants, or is that determined on like case by case as well? So, um, PCS category of assistance is generally a loan category. Okay. Um, And the reason is is because when we're looking at things like fuel, fuel and food, um, the government will usually.
0: reimburse, reimburse for those for those things. Okay, so you're saying that PCSing out. So let's focus a little bit on that. Mm -hmm. When somebody is leaving Fort Bliss, and you said that you can help them with lodging and that type of thing, how does that work? Since you said um, the government does usually reimburse them for that, so how does that work?
1: So um, AER, as far as PCSing, we would actually be the third stop um, when it comes to funding. And that would be first if the service member has a government travel card. Okay. Then they would first use that, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't have that, then they might look into a PCS advance with Military Finance. Okay. Um, if for whatever reason they're not, they don't have that availability to them, um, then they would come to AAR for assistance. Oh, okay. um, we would ass- we would assist with the PCSing outside of Fort Bliss about three days prior to their. To their PCS date. Okay. Um, based on their, their D A thirty one, their leave form. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: three days out when you're leaving. Correct. And so when you're leaving Fort Bliss, you're gonna help them get funding to stay at hotels or whatever the case may be. Also gas money. So that's awesome that you can help them with the gas. Mm-hmm. And then um with you said also do they get lodge loud lo- <laughs> Help <They'll> me <be> out? <laughs> I got a little tongue tied there (laughs) lodging Mm -hmm. so you can help them out with lodging as well correct okay so aside from um, you get to your new duty station say they come here to um, Fort Bliss so you're going to help them as far as getting a place to stay how does that work
1: yeah, so um, if they're coming into Fort Bliss, um, usually PCSing in, we see the most requests would be for, like, initial deposit and rent. That could oh. be um, in military housing, that could be in an apartment, a home they're looking at renting. A lot of times there's a hefty deposit um, on that lease agreement, and that's where AR would be able to assist um, with, with providing that deposit that they may not necessarily have after an expensive PCS.
0: Okay. Okay. And I think you touched on something that's very important for our listeners to um, know, You mentioned even if they're getting housing. Correct. So a lot of times people are under the assumption that, okay, I'm going to be living on post, so I don't have to worry about initial deposit. But that's not necessarily the case.
1: Correct. So um, here at Fort Bliss and I think most military installations, um, upon move-in, they're required a prorated rent for that month. Um, so oftentimes we see service members who maybe aren't projecting that expense. Um, and then after they get to their new duty station, um, even with the government travel card, maybe they, you know, they're falling short of having that that amount for that deposit. And that's where AR can help.
0: Okay. Because mm-hmm. now housing is privatized. Correct. And so that's why they're requiring, just like if you were to rent outside somewhere else, that's why they're requiring you to have that initial Deposit. So for those of you who are PCSing, keep in mind that even if you're coming on, you know, planning on living on post, you may still be required to have a deposit just like if you were to rent from somewhere else. Yes. You know, in the private sector. And so AER can also help with that as well.
1: We can. um, And and we would need the lease agreement. Um, So typically for initial deposit and rent, we would need the lease agreement. They're PCSing in. We would need um, their orders, their leave form, um, their latest end-of-month LES, our application, our budget. So there's there's some forms that they're going to need. Yeah. Um, but really, it's pretty easy for initial deposit because even on post-housing, they have a form that they give Okay. Um, showing the service member's name, um, the date that they're moving in, the amount of the prorated rent to get
0: them into that home, which is our goal. Okay. And then... Um I, you know what? When I need my pen and paper. Right? We both I, forgot I it like, today. Jasmine, I... that's your job to bring the pen and paper. Yeah. But anyway, so I know here at Fort Bliss or here in El Paso, sometimes when you get a rental property, you may not have like the refrigerator or the stove or something like that. It may not be there. Can AER help in those circumstances? We can help. Um, we would have to look at the lease agreement to mm-hmm. ensure that
1: the you know those things are not included in them. Okay. Um, so um, oftentimes, for example, the washer and dryer, yes. even on post housing, they don't have that. And if the service member doesn't have it, um, they've never had it, then we could look at assisting with the purchase of that.
0: Okay, I didn't know about the washer. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. P- housing doesn't have washer and dryers in
1: it? Um, from my tracking no <laughs> wow i didn't mm-hmm. know that i think some duty stations may um but here at fort bliss yeah. um the housing that i've seen and and we've had service members rent um doesn't oh, okay
0: yeah that's okay and then a lot
1: of the apartments don't either well the ones that are like affordable
0: yeah, I, yeah <laughs> now, it doesn't surprise me <laughs> that the <ones laughs> that the apartments don't have it but i was mm-hmm. just surprised that. See, I learned something new too. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting to know
1: Fort Bliss, <laughs> right? Yeah, and don't quote me on that because I'm not 100 percent sure. But I mean, certain, just, but yeah. we might have just to do case. a poll. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> but just in case, yeah. that's a that's a good thing to think mm-hmm. about. So you know, because that's going to save them money, right? So you know, I don't know how does it work. I heard a rumor, and I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, but do you help with furniture and that type of thing? Furniture.
1: Okay, so for just PCSing, simply um, from duty station to duty station, we wouldn't help with furniture. Okay. Um, not. We just. It's not something that we would assist with. Uh, maybe because you want a new couch, your yours is old kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
0: because you know what, I'm moving. I need a new couch. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: So uh, the furniture, the essential furnishings, um, as far as AAR assistance goes, is is a little bit geared more toward maybe your first marriage. So you're okay. newly married. You're moving out of the barracks. You don't have you know one couch. You don't have one dresser. You don't have, you know, a table and chairs for the kitchen. Right. Um, The furnishings are very, very limited, so they're the essential furnishings. Okay. So we're not talking about entertainment centers or giant, you know, bedroom suits. I can't get an 86-inch TV. (laughs) sorry sorry it's not a necessity right yeah so so yeah with the furnishings it's limited um but then that also kind of goes in place with maybe a single soldier who lives in the barracks who is um, pregnant and maybe moving out oh okay has this been a thing for always like has this always been a thing always I'm not sure um, but it okay. is something that we can help with with the
0: furnishings for this. That you didn't know that. When I you, didn't. I was were, out here just like, oh, I'm just buying account. Um, yeah. yeah. So so even someone you don't necessarily have to be married like you said if mm-hmm. they're pregnant and have to move out of the barracks, then you guys can assist with that as well. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, when and and just because like you tell me you can help me with some furniture, I'm going to Ashley. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So we have to
0: be kind. Of, they need to be kind of mindful about where they're getting the Correct. furniture from.
1: Yeah, they need to be modestly priced. Okay. Um, we do have uh, checks and balance with everything that we do. Okay. Um, we're going to require supporting documentation mm-hmm. for everything. Um, so if you come in with like you know a three thousand dollar bed, you know we need a modestly priced item. So okay. we're probably going to say okay, we need to look at a different option for okay. you. Okay,
0: you need to go where you can get the whole <laughs> furniture set for. 5 yeah. Right. And we're not. <laughs> yes. A house full of furniture. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to pick and
1: choose where you can go shopping or what, you know, what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep in mind, it's not going to be anything extravagant, modestly priced. We just want to get you from sleeping on the floor, maybe into a mattress. Right. Yeah. So, so do you guys help with people moving out? So, you know, when they go to move out of the house and they have to do like the fixes if they mess something up.
0: Oh, I don't know what that's repairs. called.
1: Yeah, but some people, you know, they damage the house. Oh yeah, like somebody
0: damages. might have punched a hole in the wall yeah. or something so like that. So we do not. Um, that's
1: that not something that we would assist with. Okay. okay. So <laughs> sign up for your management
0: classes, so you can avoid yeah. that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Now, sometimes that deposit would go toward that. Oh, so, yeah, for okay. example, they're putting a deposit in an apartment off post, moving in. We helped with that initial deposit. Maybe they don't get that deposit back at the end um, because of the damages. But mm-hmm. we wouldn't. We wouldn't traditionally help with. With damages to to a
0: home. Okay, so if they didn't come for the initial deposit, then that may not be covered. I guess that's right. Yeah. I got- so
1: um, I mean, it just depends. A lot of times, you know, service members they might have a damage when they leave mm-hmm. um, to blinds, even. Oh But yeah. that's not that's not it within our um, categories of okay. assistance. Okay. Yeah. So
0: you you mentioned categories. Mm-hmm. So what are the actual categories of assistance? So we have
1: a lot. We have over 30 categories oh, of assistance. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So to list so. them all, we might be here a while. Yeah. Um, do you help with moving pets? We do not. At this time, we oh, do not. Okay, okay. Um, more to follow.
0: More, more to follow. So hey, people. Oh, maybe. Maybe. At this, t- at
1: this time, we do not assist with the, the movement of pets. So oh. that's something that a service member, when they get their orders, would, would have to start projecting and saving for. And that's kind of where our financial
0: readiness piece comes in. Okay, and I'm glad you kind of mentioned that. So the whole projecting, because most of the time the service members are going to get um, information, that I mean, you know, get their orders. Mm -hmm. You know, what is it, six months at least out that they're going to be moving. So you guys, with the financial readiness piece, and I know you're not in financial readiness, but you guys work hand in hand, they can come in and help them to set up a budget so that when they get to their new duty station, they already have that initial deposit. They already have the funds to maybe purchase a washing machine and dryer where they wouldn't have to come to you guys to get a loan. Is that, would be that? Would that be correct? I don't know why I can't talk today.
1: No, absolutely. (laughs) And a budget is a fluid thing. So Mm -hmm. um, budgets change for soldiers. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of things that go on within any household, Um, whether it's getting married or having a child or PCSing to a new duty station. Right. Um, Most duty stations, they're not the same. So um, some are very expensive to live at. Others, like you know, yeah. So others are you know um, relatively cheap. Right. Um, so o- often uh, updating that budget is really important, and that's where financial readiness can come in. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, especially prior to a PCS. Right. They can look at the cost of living at the new duty yes. station. They can look at if there's going to be any COLA. Uh, maybe rebudgeting, mm-hmm. looking at somewhere to live, and so the service member and the family can start projecting the expenses on it. Um, and then really set that goal. If we know we're gonna need about this much money um, because this PCS is expensive, right. Um, then let's start a savings plan. Mm-hmm. So that's where our financial
0: readiness team is fantastic. Okay, And then especially like you know, as you said, it's fluid. Yes. And if gas, if you're driving because right. like right now gas prices are going up and up, mm-hmm. you know, or, or they're fluctuating because you may be leaving from El Paso going to say the East Coast where prices are really high, you know, as far as gas goes. Right. And the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Well, any coast besides, we're not on a coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go anywhere else. Anywhere else. In if gas. you're leaving Texas. <laughs> just, yeah, and depending on dive. where you <laughs> It takes days to get out of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on the way over in the corner mm-hmm. so anyway so it is important for them to think about you know those that flu- mm-hmm. fluid fluidity is yeah no yeah. so it is it's mm-hmm. very important
1: <laughs> it's very important we uh we recently had a, a family going to dc so uh, the dc prices for initial deposit and in rent on the other end um, that they're looking at is very high yeah. So that's something to think about. Um, your BAH will change, but there's still, you know, there's still a lot of moving pieces to PCSing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we could help, like I said, with the fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, if we have a service member PCSing from El Paso, uh, maybe to Fort Bragg, um, we would look at. We have a system that we put in place in a. Um, based on the orders and the and the leave address and and the PCS address or the, the new duty station how much gas were allotted based on that vehicle. Oh okay. So we, we it goes by miles, the vehicle all of that and then we can kind of figure how much gas that we're able to approve.
0: That's now that I didn't even think about that the type of car that you're driving. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if I have a big giant truck mm-hmm. versus my little Kia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. You're going to be spending you know a lot of money on gas or whatever the case may be right and so do you guys help with um diddy moves where they're moving themselves
1: we could but we would have to have something showing that they filed for that okay um typically we would when we help with maybe like a u-haul is when our service members are brand new so it's when their first duty station maybe they're not authorized that that move okay um, from their hometown um, also, we have service members who are going from, like, reserve
0: to oh. active
1: duty, um, mm-hmm. permanent active duty orders, where they maybe weren't authorized to move as well. So we would assist with that U-Haul. Oh, okay. Um, so we would just get the quote and, and work with them to be able to help to move their family here.
0: Okay. So basically, there's, like you said, because you guys have over 30 categories. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so basically, AER Is a stop. If you're wondering if you can get assistance, the best case is for them to contact you guys, absolutely, and come in and say, "Hey, can you guys help us with this, or can you help us with that?" And then after they sit down with one of the counselors, then they would be able to figure out, "Okay, yes, we can help you with this expense versus." no we can. absolutely
1: yes yeah. so um my goal and my guidance really to anyone that comes in especially um our ncos and senior leaders is if you're unsure if if AER can help send them to us right we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk to them we're gonna get the conversation going we're gonna try to understand the situation that they're in mm-hmm. and if maybe they're asking for a category that we can't help directly with um through that conversation we can kind of figure out areas that we can help
0: Okay. okay. Which then they can take that money right. that they would have spent on the other item, correct, and move it over to what you guys couldn't help with, right? So that's awesome. Yeah, so that's we good. love Army Emergency Relief. <laughs> yes. You know, it's I think it's one of those things for the soldiers. You know, they give in, they donate to that. It's their money, so it's really soldiers helping soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and I just want to say again, um, with the campaign. And you can speak on that a little bit. I know, is the campaign over? The campaign was
1: extended um, worldwide, so it's still ongoing until the 15th of June.
0: Okay, and so... They are, it's easy to donate because they can even go to the shop ads and on the little credit card thing it says, "Do you want to donate to AER?"
1: <laughs> so <laughs> that is um, a good donation piece. However, it's not directly related to the campaign.
0: Oh, really? Okay, that's just donations in general. Yes. Okay, see, I learned something oh, new. Yeah. Again. So that actually, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that actually runs year-round. Um, oh, okay. That's not directly donated to the campaign, so those numbers don't actually go into the campaign. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. They still go to AER. They still help our soldiers. Okay. Um, it's just when we're looking at. The numbers and the breakdown of
0: everything—it's okay. not combined. So when they that that number is not gonna help move that that tip, thermometer that thermometer no. out <laughs> to it's the that, top. Okay, it's not. Okay. No. So if you guys haven't donated to the Army um, Emergency Relief campaign, mm-hmm. you know do that because you're helping out your fellow soldiers yeah. and their yeah. families and retirees and widows and all that stuff. So definitely good cause. If you're looking for something to donate to, hey. Oh. That's right. Army Emergency Relief. There you go. Get that plug uh, in. Hey, 90 okay. cents
1: of every dollar. 90 <laughs> uh, yep. cents of every dollar goes directly back into the po- pockets of your soldiers. So. And that, I didn't know that either.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. just learning so much today. <laughs> you, April. Hey, that's what we're here for. Uh, yeah. I mean, usually it's... Uh, uh, right. still, over here. I was still shocked on the post-housing that you being privatized. Like, this <laughs> stuck. Like, and by the way, just disclaimer: she's not crying oh, over wow. here. She has bad allergies, but she'll be okay. It's so <laughs> yes. But anyway, April, thank you so much for coming. And our tradition here, yes. we can we can call it a tradition we now. Can, yeah. yeah. Okay. So our tradition here is at the end of each podcast, we like to ask our guests what brings them joy. So, what brings you joy working for ACS? Mm-hmm.
1: So that's a pretty easy one, actually is just helping, is helping our soldiers and their families. Um, Army emergency relief, we have a lot of tough situations come through our doors. Okay. Um, a lot of interesting dynamics and a lot of things that can break your heart mm-hmm. and just being able to provide that sense of relief um, and, that, and that little bit of a stress reliever mm-hmm. in a time that everyone's pretty stressed, um, especially with the ongoing um, field problems and deployments and the Army life, um, being able to ease that pain or that that financial issue just a little bit that makes it that makes it worth it every day
0: i That's love awesome. that yeah. answer <laughs> like, that was so good <laughs> that was a good one <laughs> we might have to start ranking these answers. i don't, know, I don't think it's allergies anymore <laughs> <laughs> right. no, just, you brought, you brought yeah. a genuine tear yes. to her eye now <laughs> so sweet I love it though anyway (laughs) again thank you for coming and we appreciate you we appreciate what AER is doing for the community Mm -hmm. and thank you for coming and you know kind of explaining to our audience what you guys can do during this PCS season so with that being said we're going to end our little podcast today and so thanks for listening this is Tracy and Jasmine don't forget to hit subscribe and click on that bell bye Bye. (laughs) What? <laughs>